Transform Fitness Podcast. My name is Timothy Horn and I am your host as always. Welcome to episode three. We are halfway through the series. I can't believe it and I hope, well I hope you can believe it because we are. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode which was the very first interview ever on the Reborn Fitness Podcast and again we had Gavin on which was a fantastic, fantastic time had a great time interviewing him and I hope you, the listeners, really enjoyed listening to his story and him sharing some great words of wisdom. If that's something that you want to see more of, then get in contact with me through the social media or email me at reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com. That's reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com. I would love to hear from you. Anyway, but on today's episode, episode number three, I'm going to be talking about hydration, hydration and hydration and in particular the importance of drinking water and why it's so important to stay hydrated throughout the day and keep your fluids topped up. I see a lot of people not drinking enough throughout the day, having headaches and it can actually be quite dangerous. Um, So that is what we'll be talking about today. Um, So I think without further ado, let's dive on in and look into more detail about the importance of drinking water and staying hydrated on the Reborn Fitness Podcast. Okay, so let's dive in to the main section of the podcast and let's look more into the importance of water and why it is so important. 60% of your body weight is actually made up of water. That's amazing. I mean, if that is a wrong stat, then let me know. But that is what I found in the research that actually your body weight, 60% is made up of water. Your body is made up of a lot of water. So you can imagine if you don't keep it topped up, you're going to be in some trouble. Now, from also doing some research, I actually found this eight glasses a day concept now it'll be interesting for you to get involved this gives you a chance to get involved let me know how much water you drink do you think eight cups a day is enough uh, what do you think do you have you found anything different get in contact with me on the social media dm me i'll put a post up actually later um asking the same question and get involved in the comment section do you think eight glasses is, is enough um but i've actually found that water is very very beneficial for me um, now, as you get older and you go through uh, life and go to a 13 to 18, you obviously start, your body starts developing and you get spots, a lot of spots in your face. I didn't have acne or anything, but, you know, I got spots and quite frequently as well. And then I actually started drinking water in the mornings. I had two glasses every morning. I have been doing it for, for a while now. And I tell you, the difference it's made to my skin is unbelievable. It's amazing the difference it's made. Um, and later on, I've got a little challenge for you guys to get involved in, and I'll be doing with you, but I'll t- talk to you uh, in more detail uh, about that later in the episode. Now, water has many, many functions. It helps to it helps the body to regulate itself, and it helps to lubricate the joints, helps you to keep functioning, thinking sharp, staying alert. So you can imagine if you deprive your body of water, it's not going to function as well, okay? Now, I'm going to talk about the ways you can lose water, and then I'm going to move on to some factors that affect how much water you will need to drink throughout the day. So, firstly, you can actually lose water through 
your breath, breathing, perspiration. Moisture is getting released. When you breathe in the window, you get that condensation, that dampness. There's moisture in your breath. So every time you take a breath out, you are actually losing a little bit of water every time. That is one of the first ways you can actually lose um, water. Second one is through, obviously, perspirational sweating. When you exercise, you get hot, your blood is pumping, and your body needs to cool itself down. How does it regulate itself to cool down? By sweating. And sweating is moisture. It's water. And electrolytes as well. So you actually lose electrolytes. So drinking water is okay. But actually having that electrolyte solution um, actually will help you massively. So for example, a drink that I have on the tennis court uh, is BCAAs or branch chain amino acids. Now, these actually help combat fatigue and help to replace lost electrolytes through exercise. So it's a great drink I have on court. I have water and then I have a little uh, bottle of BCAAs or branch chain amino acids and that helps me to not fatigue and to replace those electrolytes that I lose when I'm playing sport and tennis they're very very uh, not not too expensive and uh, if you want i can put a link in the description to some bcaas if that's something you're interested in um in purchasing okay and another way is through urine and bowel movements okay so when you go to the toilet you lose fluids it's fluids and you lose water and electrolytes to that as well so there are three key ways you can lose and why you need to top up and stay topped up so let's say throughout the day you haven't been drinking much and you haven't been drinking way near as much as you should have been and you get dehydrated what happens well first of all one of the first things when you're dehydrated is it will make you lethargic so when you feel tired in the afternoon for example and you just haven't got the motivation, you can't, you know, you, you can't do anything, you don't feel like doing anything, I just want to chill out, relax, so oh, I'm so tired, but you slept well, maybe it's because you're dehydrated. Dehydration has that lethargic effect on you, it will wear you out, it will make you feel tired. Secondly, and this is a big one for athletes, and even for people in business and in the workplace, your performance levels decrease and for people at school you've got to stay hydrated at school and a lot of school children don't really drink enough or you drink enough of the wrong thing pepsi sugary drinks other things like that you shouldn't be you can be drinking them but you shouldn't be drinking lots of them they're bad for your teeth etc i'm not going to go into that because that could be for another episode but your performance levels will decrease so if you can't focus in the classroom for example it could be because you're dehydrated and not drinking enough water if you're not performing as well or not thinking straight on, the, on the, the, the football pitch or the tennis court or the rugby field, it might be because you're not drinking enough. Um, if you can't you know, focus in an office or you can't make that decision in the office and you're just not being productive in the office or in the workplace, it could be because you're dehydrated. So that's a huge one. Okay, So we've got it makes you lethargic. It makes your performance levels decrease. A third thing, it can lead to cramps. A lot of people, when they get cramps, it's actually because... They don't, they're not, they're not hydrated enough, they're dehydrated. And lastly, if it gets really bad and you just don't drink enough, you can actually become dizzy, it can cause dizziness, so it can get quite serious, okay? Um, so there are four key things. Um, when you're dehydrated, that is some of the things that happens. It makes you lethargic, performance levels decrease, it gives you cramps, and it can make you feel very, very dizzy, Okay? So, let's say, 
I hear a question someone say, well, how can I check? You know, how do I know if I am dehydrated? That's a great question. I'm so glad you asked. One of the key ways that you can check if you are dehydrated and a way to measure if you are dehydrated is through your urine. Okay, so when you go to the toilet, if you go to the toilet and your urine is a pale color, that is a good thing. Okay, it means you are well hydrated. You have the balance of electrolytes and you will be able to optimally function at your best. But if your urine is a darker yellow, this means you are already dehydrated, not going to be dehydrated. You are already dehydrated. And this is the mistake some people make when they think their uh, urine is yellow. Oh, I'm on my way to being dehydrated. I better start drinking. Guess what? You're too late. You are already dehydrated. Okay, so it's a great, great test. When you go to the toilet, see what color it is, and then you can see, do I need to be drinking more or do I need to be drinking less? Not drinking less, that's a bad thing of saying it. Do I need to be drinking more, basically? If it's yellow, keep drinking the same amount. You're doing well, keep drinking. If it's yellow, you've got to be drinking more. Get onto it. Start drinking because you're already dehydrated, so you might lead to performance levels decreasing, headaches, etc., etc. Okay, so... Factors that affect how much water an individual needs during a day. I keep talking about this eight cups a day or eight glasses a day of water is the rule of thumb. That goes out the window for some of these factors. So I've got three factors that will affect how much you will need to drink throughout a day. If you're not exercising, then eight glasses a day, this is just research, it might be wrong, is, is how much you might need. But if you've got a bigger body, you might need some more water. Um, but... If, for example, factor number one is exercise. If you are exercising on that day, eight glasses a day of water that day will not be enough. Okay. As you know, when you exercise, you sweat. And when you sweat, you lose fluids. So this means you need to have and it requires extra fluid intake. So if you are exercising, make sure you're drinking enough before. When you are exercising, make sure you're drinking enough during when you're doing your exercise session, whether it's a gym session or whatever it is. And then also you need to be topping it up after the session, drinking afterwards as well. So it's a before, during and after process, okay, when you are exercising, okay. And that's when and that comes back to the point of the BCAAs. That's the one thing that I have. Or you can even have an electrolyte drink. You can get some electrolytes that you put in your water and that can help. You can sip that during your workout as well. So you can have your water and your electrolyte drink or your branch chain amino acid drink, which the BCA helps to combat fatigue. And it also has electrolytes. Um, or you could drink like a post-workout shake that has your carbohydrates, your electrolytes and other things in one. That's what I have after my tennis match. I have like a recovery shake. Um... Yeah, so when I play tennis, I have a recovery shake afterwards. I'm drinking water throughout, my BCAAs throughout, and I'm drinking before enough, so I make sure I'm hydrated. Sometimes I might have a coffee to pep me up, but I'm drinking enough water before that, drinking enough during the match, and then drinking enough afterwards as well, because you would still have lost, 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 still would have lost a lot of fluids during the tennis match or during your activities. Okay, so that's the first one. Exercise is one of the factors that will affect how much water you drink throughout the day. Now, factor number two is the environment, okay? And this actually can link in nicely to exercise, but depending on which environment you are in, if you're in a hot or humid environment or hot and humid weather, this can cause sweating, 
Okay, which again, as I said, leads to loss of fluid and eventually dehydration. But another interesting thing is actually when you are at a higher altitude, so up in the mountains, high altitude can actually cause dehydration. So if you're on a walk at high altitude, you need to stay hydrated. Otherwise, you're going to get dehydrated. I think the oxygen obviously levels are thinner up there as well. And um, so that's an interesting one and, and one that you probably didn't realise. I didn't realise actually until I did the research. High altitudes can cause dehydration. Very, very interesting. So that's number two. Environment is a big one. So which environment are you in? A humid environment means you sweat. Uh, and a hot environment as well means you're going to sweat. And high altitudes, you can get dehydrated. So environment is factor number two. So we've got factor number one, which is exercise. And then factor number two is the environment okay and then the third and final factor that can cause you to drink more water during the day is your overall health now what do i mean by my overall health well i mean have you been ill yes you have been in your time have you thrown up yes you probably have haven't you have you had diarrhea yes you probably have well you definitely have have everyone has and this is a massive massive one you lose a ton of fluids through vomiting and diarrhea a lot of fluids and people underestimate how much they lose through vomiting you need to be drinking constantly because you can get severe severe headaches um when vomiting you might have experienced that you know you're not drinking enough after you've thrown up and then you get a terrible terror and you feel awful so especially this is a big one if you ever vomit or you're ill and you have diarrhea or you're sick you need to take a lot of fluids and one way you can do that is through like i'm, I'm sure you've heard of diarrhea which is like an oral rehydration solution you put that in water and it can help to replace all the essential um amino acids and electrolytes you're needing to function that you lose through vomiting because you will lose a lot a lot a lot of fluids when you are sick Okay, or like in 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 the hospital, they put you on a drip to keep you your fluid levels up. Okay, so there are three some of the factors. There's loads more out there as well, but there's sort of three key ones: exercise, environment, and your overall health. The two key, they're all really key. Okay, so if you're in those or doing those environments or you're in those situations, then that sort of rule of thumb of eight cups a day or eight glasses a day, you need to be way more than that to obviously facilitate you to make sure that. Again, as we know, if you're dehydrated, one of the the, uh, the downsides is your performance level decreases. And we want your, or I want, in fact, um, you to be at your best the whole time. Okay, we w I want the performance levels to be at the top every single time. Okay, now, um, how much should you drink? It's a great question. There's so many different things out there and different solutions and people have different ones so i actually went on to the national academies of sciences and they say for males so for the men out there you need to be drinking about 15.5 cups a day or 3.7 liters a day that's right 3.7 liters a day now male men be honest with yourself now, have a little think. Do you hit that target? Do you drink 3.7 litres a day? Sometimes you might if you exercise, but on days you don't exercise, for example, do you hit that target of 3.7 litres a day? Are you way under that? Are you close to that? Or are you over that? 
have a think and let me know. For women, you need to be drinking around 11.5 cups a day or 2.7 litres a day. Now, women, do you drink enough? Do you hit that target every day? You, I know you won't because, well, I know I don't sometimes. But do you? 2.7 litres a day, according to the National Academies of Science. Now, an interesting fact is actually 20% of your daily fluid intake comes from food. That's a fifth of your daily fluid intake comes from food. So for men, out of that 3.7 litres, 0.74 litres comes from your daily, uh, comes from food. 0.74 litres. So that means that you'll have just under 3 litres to drink of water. Because 0.74 litres comes from the food that you eat. Women, 20% of your daily fluid intake comes from food. So that for you is 0.54 litres a day comes from food. 0.54 comes from food. So that leaves you with just over 2 litres to drink a day. So that is what the National Academies of Sciences say. Okay, for men, 3.7 litres and for women, 2.7. But I'd love to hear from you. What do you think is the right amount a, uh, a day? Have you got a website that you use that's fantastic? Get in contact with me via the email reborn.fitness2020 at gmail.com or my social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, direct message me, get in contact, get involved. I would love to hear from you. Now, a little side point, talking about caffeine and alcohol. There's a big debate, or people think that caffeine can dehydrate you. Well, it doesn't. Caffeine, drinking coffee or caffeinated drinks does not dehydrate you, okay? Drinking caffeinated containing beverages as part of a normal lifestyle doesn't cause fluid loss. It doesn't, okay? Caffeinated drinks do act as a diuretic effect, so make you want to go to the toilet, um, but they don't appear to increase the risk of dehydration. So you can still drink coffee without think. I used to think drinking coffee dehydrated me. I used to think that, but it doesn't, guys. It doesn't, okay? It's a, it just has that diuretic effect, which means it makes you want to go to the toilet, okay? Now, but caffeinated drinks do cause headaches. It can lead to insomnia in some people. And also, some studies have actually suggested that if you're pregnant, for the women out there, high levels of caffeine consumption could increase your chance of a preterm birth or even a miscarriage. So it's a deadly thing. Don't mess with caffeine. Now, alcohol, yes, it does dehydrate you. And it dehydrates you quickly. Okay, alcohol is a diuretic, which means it will cause your body to remove fluids from your blood through your renal system, which includes your kidneys and bladder at a much quicker rate than other liquids. Okay, at a much quicker rate than other liquids, it dehydrates you fast. I'm not sure if you've been on a, a night out, you've gone to the pub and you've you've drunk a beer or, or a glass of wine or an alcoholic drink, and you you find yourself constantly going up and down to the toilet. And you, you know how frequently, if you drink a lot in that night, you know how many times you go to the toilet. It's a lot. It dehydrates you quicker than other liquids. So you've got to be careful. If you don't drink enough water with alcohol, you can can become dehydrated very, very 
quickly. And I've talked about when you're dehydrated, it can lead to dizziness, loss of performance, headaches, and other things. And it can lead to a very severe illnesses actually end up in hospital. So be very, very careful with alcohol. Okay. So that really wraps it up. Um, the main section anyway about um, hydration. So I hope you found that useful. Um, and I actually want to set you a challenge. Okay. I'll do it with you on Instagram every morning. I'll post a video of me drinking a glass of water every morning for 21 days. And I'm talking a little glass, like a good sized glass. And I'll do it every morning on Instagram for 21 days. And I challenge you to do that with me and to continue doing it after the 21 day challenge. And then let me know if you see an improvement in your skin, the smoothness, less spottiness, etc. Let me know because it's worked wonders for my skin. And I think it could work wonders for yours as well. So get involved with that. That starts to tomorrow on Saturday morning. I'll be doing that tomorrow, Saturday morning, starting for 21 days, a glass of water every morning for 21 days. Who's with me? Get involved. You'll be on Instagram and do it with me. Send them in and tag me in your stories every morning. Reborn underscore fitness podcast. And let me see if you can keep it up for 21 days and see if it can help improve your skin. Okay, so that now moves on to wrap this episode up with a little motivational message. Okay, so the motivational message for today is I'm sure for sportsmen and sports people who compete in sport have heard these two words a lot. And you hear a lot of people say to achieve and to become the greatest and to achieve success in a certain sport, even in business sense or even in life in general or whatever or a skill that you're trying to master, you need two things, sacrifice and dedication. Yes, those two words. I'm sure you've heard a lot. Now, sacrifice means to give up something valued for the sake of other considerations. That's a definition of what sacrifice means. And dedication means devoted to a task or purpose. Okay. Now, these are something that I think are so, so important. And a lot of people, when I see them want to do something and become successful in something, they don't they don't have enough dedication or sacrifice. They don't sacrifice enough things. They just want quick success and quick results without much effort. But if you want to master something and really become great at it and the best at it, you have to sacrifice certain things to achieve that. You see a lot of the top sports people talk about sacrificing so many things, spending time with friends, going out, sacrificing the Christmas party, whatever it is. It can be these key things, those key events that you wanted to go to and you can't because you've got to train. But at the time, it seems like it sucks if you've got to sacrifice a, a gathering because you've got a lesson, you've got to go and train or you've got an email to write or whatever it is in business. At the time, that's the worst thing. But I tell you, when you get to that place that you f- see as success, you will be thankful. You're like, I'm so glad I did that. So I sacrificed that. I'm so glad I gave that up. I'm so glad I didn't go to that. It sucked at the time, but I'm so glad I didn't. And dedication. You've got to be devoted to the task or purpose or what you're trying to do. You can't be half-hearted. You can't be, you know, sort of, yeah, I'm going to be the greatest ever. And, you know, you're sort of half training, you're half putting your time and you've got to be devoted and you've got to be dedicated to the cause. So you've got to be 110% in 
on your business. You've got to be 110% in on your tennis, 110% in in school, or whatever you, whatever it is you're trying to achieve. Okay? Because without that, you're never going to, you're going to be average. That's what separates the Michael Jordans from the, 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 the other NBA players. You know, this is what separates the greatest from the rest of us, the Muhammad Ali's, the Roger Federer's, um, you know, the top athletes in our sport now that have, have achieved great things is because they've been sacrificed, they've, sac- they've sacrificed and they have been dedicated to the sport or their craft, okay? So it's just a short motivational message, nothing too crazy today, but if you really want to achieve something, you've got to have sacrifice and you've got to be dedicated to what you're doing. 110% in, I remember watching a great quote from McGregor, he said that, you know, you have a goal in mind and it's so easy to... Uh, be dedicated and sacrifice when things are going well. When you're playing well or your business is going well, it's easy to dedicate yourself to it be, and, and sacrifice things because it's going well. And you can see that go, yeah, I can get to the top, I can do this. But it's when the times get tough and the business is maybe slowing down or it's going through a, a bit of a low phase or your tennis is slowing down, you're not playing as well and the results aren't going well, then you still got to have that clear mind. Otherwise, you will never get to that that top, top place. Okay? So I hope you found that motivational. I hope you found that useful. Um, that's really it for today's episode. I wanted to wrap it up there. So thank you very much for listening. And stay tuned um, for next week's episode, which we've got a fantastic interview um, coming up for you. And I'll be putting some more details on Instagram. But we are having a yoga teacher Uh, on next week to talk about the benefits and the importance of yoga and what it's done for her but that's for next week so stay tuned for next week's episode but for now that's been the hydration episode this has been the reborn fitness podcast i've been your host timothy horn thank you very much for listening and we'll see you all very soon for the next episode happy exercising everybody